All right, guys, welcome to the first official episode of Triple T Outdoors podcast. I'm your host, Tyler. I'm Tyson. I'm Tucker. All right, guys, welcome. It is, uh, what is today, October 23rd? No, I feel like that's way 24th. off. 24th. 24th. I was close. Um, so anyway, it's uh, the following Monday. We uh, we record our intro. That's up. Um, if you haven't yet, take a listen to that. You'll understand a little bit about what we are going to be doing, what we're going to be talking about. Um, to start off, this episode is probably going to be a lot of hunting stories. And then towards the end of it, we're going to get into what we want to do. Like um, a lot of what the future holds for us, where we're aiming, um, where our sights are set on. Um, but before we do that, we want to take a look in the past, see where we've been, see what, we're, what we've done, and uh, grow off of that. So, uh, so uh, Tucker, how was your week, bud? Oh, it was good. Uh, did got it some more hunts, killed some ducks with some guys, and uh, went duck hunting this morning with all you guys. Yeah, that was. Uh, it wasn't the uh, the outcome we wanted. It was a slow morning. Yeah, it was real. It was fun. It just wasn't real fun. <laughs> There's but. some things we're gonna keep off the air that <laughs> <laughs> that uh, is kind of embarrassing for all of us that we're not gonna share. Um, we didn't get skunked, though. No, we did not get skunked. We almost did. We were on our way out. We were collecting decoys. You're like, hey, get your gun. <laughs> End up killing a, cu- a coot. It was an old yep. coot. An old coot, yeah. What about you, Tyson? How's your week? Pretty good. Just same old, same old. Kennel staying busy? Yeah. Um, last weekend, I was completely full. I had like 25 dogs or so. A lot of them just went home. But, yeah. Well, my week was... Uh, not really eventful. It was just uh, a little out of ordinary. I got stuck in Boston this week, Dorchester, down in Cape Cod. I was all over the place, just delivering doors. But yeah, yeah. If you haven't noticed, this is uh, this is not my full time gig. <laughs> um, but anyway, <clears throat> that's a little bit about uh, what has been going on with us last week. Um, I think we should get into some stories. What do you guys think? Yeah, we wanted to talk about uh, some hunting trips. That uh, we've gone on in the past, and we, uh, you know, going on a hunting trip is a lot different than just getting up and going hunting like we did this morning. A hunting trip's kind of like a combination of a vacation and while, but you're going to hunt. It's a it's a completely different experience than just going out in your own woods and hunting. Lots of planning, lots of uh, uh, getting flights ready, getting yeah, getting uh, either lots of money, lots of money, lots of money. Yeah. Well, I'd argue with that because. Yeah. I see me and Tucker go on two different, way different hunting trips. I go on low budget hunting trips. <laughs> Tucker's the high roller hunting, <laughs> high roller <laughs> hunting I've, trips. I've been on some more expensive hunting trips lately. Yeah. Yeah. But I will argue that the low budget ones can be just as good and you will end up with better stories in the end. Yep. Than, more memorable. Uh, well, I'll challenge yes. that. I'll get a story from each one of you. Let's, let's hear an expensive trip. What do you got? Okay. Let's 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 get uh, into this, bud. Well, I uh, just recently got back uh, from Argentina. We went to Argentina. 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 Long, long travel. How long ago was this? Uh, when did I go? It was September. You're the one telling the story. I know. It was just like a month or two ago. It wasn't super long ago. So, was, um, flights have been canceled like left and right, and yes. this the n- travel is a nightmare. Let alone out of the country. Yes. Um. Well, how this ended up getting started was uh, we uh, there was a, the hunt was being sold at a Ducks Unlimited banquet. Um, 
we, my dad ended up, ended up buying it and, uh, we get, got some guys together on it to go on it and COVID hit. Um, we ended up buying this in 2019. Was it 2019? I think it was 18. 2018. Okay. Okay. Um, bought it in 2000, 2018 and, uh, uh, COVID, COVID hit, hunt was canceled. So uh, we'll kind of just reschedule it for the next year. Yeah, we had to watch her dad uh, whine and cry <laughs> and wipe his tears. Yep, yep. Because this was like a, uh, uh, this was a, uh, you know, bucket list hunt for him. Yeah, this, tri- trip of a lifetime for Yeah, sure. and if you don't know that, you know, Argentina has millions of world, doves. World class. It, it is the number one place to go to shoot doves. You, you you can stand you'll stand in one spot and shoot for days and never run out of yeah. birds to shoot at for sure um that's crazy yeah it's, Look at that, that's wildlife down there well there's not a whole lot of wildlife just a lot of doves really there's <laughs> just a lot of doves uh they got so i don't yeah i don't even know for uh, they all migrate there i would say is, so is yeah. that right I I think they don't they're not see they're not there year round it's they they migrate there that yes and they do a lot of their breeding there we asked the guide how many how many clutches they have a year. He said up to six clutches a year. What's a clutch? A clutch is two. Two so have have six. Uh, yeah, it's like two, a nest. two babies uh, six times. Oh, okay. Throughout a season, like here, it's you have one clutch. Like, okay. So you're saying like two. Uh, two birds will have the off? You're talking offspring, right? Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. Um. So, anyways, back. To, we got to rescheduled to hunt. Got to 2019 canceled. Um, 2020 canceled. So you're pretty much, yeah, this is, you bought it in 2018. You were going to go in 2019, but COVID, I think it was at the end of 2019. Yeah. And you got it, you got it canceled. Yes. Right. So 2021, um, we ended up getting the hunt canceled. So at this point, you got what one, two, three, four times it's been canceled. What three times? Three, three times. Three yeah. years in a row. Yeah, we canceled. might not have the years right. But yeah, it's, it was like three times. Three times. So we're we're like scratch that hunt. It's canceled. So in the meantime, we scheduled we scheduled another hunt of a lifetime, hunting pigs out of a helicopter. Yeah, everybody wants to. Do that. <laughs> so we're waiting on that that hunt to come up. We get a call from our our guy our guy Pablo over in Argentina. He says, "Borders are back open, we can hunt now." So uh, we're like, "All right, let's do it." So uh, we book the hunt again. We finally get to go. Um, lots of lots of waiting to do this, man. It was, it was lots of uh, lots of time. Well, uh, we ended up getting getting to the day to fly there. And uh, we took off at, from Pittsburgh, went to JFK, got lost in JFK. It's a pretty big place. It's big. I've place. driven past it a couple of times, and, it, and you you drive and you see UPS and then FedEx, and then you see all these places, and then you're like, "Whoa, I'm still at the airport." Yeah. And you're just driving on the highway next to it. <laughs> it's a big place. Like like four or five songs are going by on the radio, and you're still <laughs> at the airport, <laughs> and you're driving sixty miles an hour. <laughs> incredible you need to catch a flight to get to the other end of the airport <laughs> yeah no kidding so we got to jfk and i tell you nobody spoke english at jfk we were definitely definitely 
the minority there. Um, we uh, got JFK, and uh, it was from Pittsburgh to JFK it was a two-hour flight. From JFK to Buenos Aires, Argentina, I mean, I'm, I'm probably not pronouncing that 100% correct, that was a ten-and-a-half-hour flight, and it was long, and we did not have first class. Oh, no. We, we, were, oh, no. we were in the dead center, me and my dad, dead center of four, four seats in a row. We were dead center of it, crammed. He had a long-legged guy beside him, and I had a smaller guy beside me, and I'm, I'm not a small guy, so um, we, uh, we made it to Argentina. Do you have any layovers or anything like that? There was no layers. Everything, well, we had some time in between that, mm -hmm. yes. It, I think it was three hours in between that, but that's pretty, pretty normal. I mean, if you're traveling that far, nothing's going to line up how you want it to. Um, so a lot of wait in between, but uh, then we ended up getting to Argentina. Once we landed there, we took a taxi to a different airport. It was a domestic airport in Argentina. Uh, to fly to Cordoba. So once we once we got to the airport, it was an hour flight to Cordoba. And uh, they we landed there, met up with my uncle and his friend, um, and drove an hour to a hotel. Do you, all this time, you haven't killed anything. No. Except for time. Do time. Lots, lots of time. Lots of time. And probably bottles of water. Yeah. Um, a lot of packages of peanuts from the airport. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Ended up getting uh, to the hotel. We stand up staying there, and then they picked us up the next morning. We drove a little over an hour to the lodge to actually get there. And I tell you, you want to talk about five star? We pull up, pull up to the the lodge, and they have their line in the aisle, the stairs going on into the house with. Be beverage drink alcoholic beverages and warm towels so you can dampen your face and and wash up that's what i'm talking about yeah I, that's i didn't get any of that on my lobo that's uh it was definitely five star it made the travel uh, i mean all in all the travel we're either flying or driving was a total of 16 and a half here's hours. here's my question now you say alcoholic beverages okay what kind of like it's not just some Bud Light, is it? No, definitely not. It had some. Uh, there was uh, little cervezas, dac daiquiris. I'm not an alcohol guy, so I don't know what. what they yeah, you told me the earlier that they you told them that you. Didn't yes, drink. I, I I I get there and I'm like, nah, I I don't drink alcohol. So like, okay, okay, and uh, they had like a strawberry daiquiri. It was like a slushy every every time, and uh, uh, the next day, whenever whenever we went out hunting and come back, they had a a non-alcoholic beverage for me. <laughs> just because a, he, as he walked by, he just mentioned that I don't drink. I don't drink. So they so, had a special drink just for him. On a completely up. separate tray. I it, thought that was, uh, there you go. You know, attention to detail. That's cool. Oh yeah. It was, it was five star for sure. Made the, made the whole entire trip with the travel there. Definitely worth so it. So no angry orchards. No. Are right, you lost me? I'm, um, out. I'm out of this oh trip. My <laughs> <laughs> they did have their own beer there that, Everybody else, because we stayed with twelve people, they said it was fantastic. It was Cordoba. That was that was the name of the beer. Was the name of the city? Yeah, <laughs> and it was. They said it was best beer. Some of the best beer they ever had. That's that's what they said. I don't I don't know because I'm not a beer guy. But, um, anyways, so we spent the night there. They had a hot tub. They had pool pool table. They had 
everything. We had supper all together that night. There was 12 people that stayed from all over the United States. Um, had supper with everybody that night, met them all, got to know them, and uh, woke up the next day. Or Actually, I messed all that up. We hunted that afternoon. Er, reverse. Reverse, yes. Reverse. We hunted that afternoon. Oh, you did hunt the same day you got there? Yes. Then we hunted that afternoon. Um, got our stuff together. Ate. Got our stuff together. Went and hunted that field. Because we hunted a roost. And it looked like Texas. It looked like mesquite. It was just like bushes. They Short had these trees. Flat, flat? Flat. Really flat. Lots of farmland uh, in certain parts. But other non-farmland was bushes pokey bushes mesquite um looked like mesquite anyways Did you have to worry about snakes and predators and stuff down there you know they said it was we were there kind of in the the winter months okay so uh i mean they call it winter but they it's call still it winter warm. but it's 65 degrees yeah it's still like it was today yeah so uh they it was their winter months so they said there really wasn't really wasn't snakes you didn't have to worry about anything no, gotcha so uh, we had shell boys where they gave us each were assigned to a, a guy and uh, you hunted with him the whole entire time. He reloaded your gun for you. Man, so, this is real five star. <laughs> you didn't even got to load your own gun. No. You have to pick your gun up, aim it. You uh, just pull the trigger. And I got to do that part. Um, so uh, every time you shot, emptied your gun, you just flip your gun to him and he would Shoop, shoop, shoop. It's like John Wick style. Just yes. Shoop, shoop. He, I don't know how he did it. He balled it up in his hands and just like so quick. It was ridiculous. My guy was doing it for 15 years and my dad's guy was doing it for over over 30 years or something like that. It was it was crazy. That, that's his whole career. That's his whole career. Yeah. He, he started shotguns. Could you imagine well, the calluses do that on year that round Because they don't hunt year round. I think they do. I think they do pretty much. Huh. Year round. Well, they do probably waterfowl too. They do waterfowl, and uh, I think it's just better better sometimes of the year than different times of the year. But I think they still might run it. They might run the hunt. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, uh, where was I at? Um, okay, What's this so little card you got here, bud? Oh, this is uh, the the score sheet. The scorecard? Were you keeping score out there, having a game with they it? They had clickers. Every time you shot a dove, they clicked. They click a clicker. And they kept track, a tally of every bird that you shot and killed. Um, the first afternoon, I killed 212 doves. 212 doves? 212 doves. Um, How many times did you miss? Uh, boxes of shells, 20 boxes of shells. That's it. So that's five over 500 rounds. It was a 42% shoot that day. I, it, it was better percentage than, than most people there. Um, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. That's right. So, <laughs> so uh, we finished that hunt up, went back to the lodge, uh, spent, stayed the night there, got up next morning, hunted. It was a slower morning that morning. Uh, but I still killed 132 and we had lunch right in the field. Um, what did they do? Up a big table in ten, or what? they set up a big table. It was uh, it was big a old tent. food truck. Little three little smokies pull out there <laughs> in the middle of the field. They had uh, they set up a tent, lined a, a table up with twelve chairs around it, and uh, had a nice cloth over it. Had 
find China and everything else right there in the field. Well, you're going to have to drop the website or something to <laughs> play these people because you're selling it pretty hard. <laughs> what did, they, the, what they, did the blinds look like that you hunted out? Or you just stood in like weeds or something? They had these machetes that they whipped up. They whipped up his blind in about 30 seconds. <laughs> They'd chop some branches, lean it up in front of you, and bam, you had a, they had a blind in about hmm. 30 seconds. They've, they'd done it a time or two, I would say. They have chairs for you to sit down, or they had little. Uh, that's a good question. Um, they had like little, like little hunting chairs. It was it was homemade. It had leather, and then it had like a tri. It was like a tripod. Um, had like leather on top, and had two chairs, uh, one for him to sit down, and one for you to sit down if you needed to. But uh, yeah, he he. I mainly stood whenever I shot. Um, yeah, I don't think I would sit down and shoot. Anything. No, I could. I can hit as well if I was yeah. sitting down, but. Uh, he sat down and had a box of sh- the case of shells off onto the right of him that he grabbed and reloaded my gun whenever I was empty. But uh, yeah, uh, they had a back to the uh, lunch in the field. They had table, nice table set up, and they cooked all the food over an open fire. They had now when I say food, food like they had steaks, uh, chicken. Uh, then they, they prepared some of the doves that we killed that day also. So they cleaned them right there in the field, gave them to a guy, the guy cooked them and, uh, it was good. I didn't, I didn't eat one thing down there that I did not like. And I'm mm. usually, I'm usually a kind of a picky, pickier eater. Um, but it was great. Um, the, then the third day it was a, it was my best day yet in the morning. That was this. Now I would say we were hunting kind of in between a feed so they were coming off a roost and they were coming to a field and we were getting them like in between before they went to that field gotcha were you seeing like hundreds at a time or were they just singles and thousands like it was thousands at a time thousands all all the all across this field but they would come in some would come in in singles some would come in like 20 20 30 um is there any comparisons like what we see around here no you can't fathom like it's like a it's hard to, to describe that to a person that's never seen something gotcha. like that. How do you pick out one dove? That's it's exactly right. It's really hard. Um, you have to pick your shots, or you'll you'll miss. I mean, <laughs> you, you can't you can't shoot into a flock. It, it definitely increases your chances shooting into a flock because you might hit one, and then the BBs scatter, and you could drop a couple more while you're at it. Um, but throughout the day, I definitely started shooting flocks into flocks more. Because I, I killed more. Um, but uh, you have to pick one and when you're shooting into a flock, definitely. But uh, Are, is it just morning doves or what, what kind of doves are there? We shot uh, morning doves. They had what they was almost as big as a, a little bit bigger than a sparrow. They were called Inca doves. They were real tiny. We killed them. We killed Quaker parrots. Um, green, colorful, and I tell you, they're noisy. You can hear him coming from a mile away. <laughs> it's kind of like a goose squawking all the way across the field. Yeah, and uh, what, what? You told me uh, that you shot another bird or something. And then well, it, <laughs> 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 there was a all right. That was the last day. We we uh, uh, <laughs> we were uh, sitting there shooting, and we were killing a lot of pigeons, a lot of a lot of Quaker parrots, a lot of a lot of doves, and. The sun, it was in the morning, and the sun was rising, and on my left, the sun was coming, it was blinding me, and 
dad leaned over and said, hey, there's a bird off to the left. And I just pulled up and went boom and shot it like that quick. It was right into the sun. And I look over to the guy and the guy's holding his finger over over his mouth going, shh, no bird, no, no, no allowed, not allowed. <laughs> and Tuck, it, Tucker shoots first, <laughs> ask questions later. Was I allowed to shoot that? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. He <laughs> held his hands out like, uh, uh, you're going to get cuffed. Like, we're going to call the cops on you. And these, oh, no. Oh, that'd be hilarious if you end up in Argentina prison. I'm sure it's not very nice down there. <laughs> and these guys, they spoke about... 20 words of English and you had to base your entire conversation off those 20 words. They could understand you. I, I felt like they could understand me pretty well, but they couldn't communicate back like yeah. how you wanted them to. Um, but super nice guys. Uh, my guy's name was Marquise and I forget what dad's guy's name was, but they, the dad's guy was older and he was doing a long, been doing a long time and, uh, super nice guys. They had co oh, they also had cokes and it had a cooler for us. And if we wanted to drink, they would open the cooler, give you a coke or a beer. They let you drink beer right in the field. Yeah, that I can't. That blows my mind. How how is that safe? If the I, guys get out there, I'm sure there's some that you just got there and just get completely hammered. And we just, were hunting with a group that got completely hammered. They were yeah. a group of guys that were from Louisiana, and uh, they owned their own. Uh, uh, life flight business and uh, they they in the field they were just feeding them alcohol I guess the boxes of shells were how they made most of their money over there so they sold you a box of shells it was $17 a box and the more they fed you alcohol the more you shot the more money they made it was I mean it's that simple and uh, they drank and drank and drank until they were drunk I don't I, think honey and alcohol mixes very well. Yeah, no, not. shooting guns and alcohol doesn't mix. Right, definitely right. Not. But when you're in Argentina and you're not in you know, your backyard, it's not that big a deal, I guess. Yeah, it was there was not very many laws over there. It was <laughs> there was no speed limit. It felt like we were going eighty really close to another car and he'd just whip it out around him. There was <laughs> not very many laws over there. But uh definitely a good time. Uh, would I would definitely do it again. I I don't know if it'll happen, but I said I'm going to go on my 40th birthday. That's going to be my 40th birthday present to myself. I'm going to Argentina. We'll see if it happens or not. But We got, got 10 years? 10 years. 10 years? Yeah. Okay, so it'll be my 37th birthday. So you come, you Yeah, come. we'll go together. All right, cool. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's all three go. That, that place I went, end up going... Uh, it's called Pico Zura. Pico Zura is uh, is the place. I so how many how many did you end up with? Oh, I in end total I killed uh, one thousand one hundred thirty three doves in Inch. in three days. Three days. That is insane. Yes. Uh, what was your uh, hit percentage? You hit percentage was forty six percent. That's Lame. like a thousand more doves than I've ever killed in my life. <laughs> 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 That's a, a a lot more than I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Definitely recommend if you had a spare eight thousand dollars laying around. <laughs> uh, definitely recommend it. Well, I'll check the ashtray in my truck and <laughs> under the couch. Yeah, As kids lose some teeth and the tooth fairy yeah. comes tonight. Start, yeah. start robbing their, their yeah. under their pillow, huh? For sure. How yeah. was the trip back? 
How'd that go? Well, on the on the way back, my mom surprised us with first class. Ooh! So we had we she had came in clutch, man. We ordered uh, our uh, steak dinner on on the computer. She ordered our dinner before we got in our uh, little pods. It was had her own big TV, uh, and then you pressed a button and your your seat laid into a bed. And uh, I I think I remember two hours of the entire trip, like our entire flight back. I was sleeping the rest of the time. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's definitely a way to, to fly. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I would definitely, if I went back, I would get first class. Yeah, for sure. One to ten, what do you think that, that one was? Like on the scale? Yeah, give me one to ten. <laughs> on, on, well, give me a fun on the rate one to ten. Fun? Like what? the hunting trip? Yeah. Uh, you had a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, I yeah. would say a ten. It's hard to beat. It's hard to beat that trip. Definitely do it again. I would definitely do it again. Hmm. Definitely. It's weird one to go out of country. Yeah. You just you look at all the wildlife I, we got in the United States and just all this, just this little area. Yeah. There's, yeah, I uh, I never went out of the country to go on any hunting. Trip. That was my first first time out of the country for a hunting trip. I was driving through uh, some little suburban town. I think it was uh, called Brockton, Massachusetts, um, just a suburb of Boston. And I'm driving down the road, and there's, like, turkeys everywhere, everywhere. Hmm. Every yard I looked in, there's a turkey walking through. Every field, there's a turkey. Hmm. It's strange. You don't see that many turkeys around here. Where at? This is Brockton, Massachusetts, suburb of uh, Boston. Are they eastern turkeys? I don't know. It would definitely have to be eastern. I mean... I'm pretty close to the ocean. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. You want to hear low budget? Low yeah. Budget. Let's go low budget. <laughs> low budget. Let's, go low. let's let's look a little bit more realistic because not everybody has eight. How <laughs> much money just dropping a hunt? So when I was in high school, uh, my uncle Elliot was big into beagles, and he had probably twenty different beagles. I had a few, and he would bring me all over the country rabbit hunting. In he heard that there was the rabbit population in Missouri was, I guess, big. It, like around here, your limit, your bag limit is four, and to get limit the bag out, limit out, you'd have to work really hard all day to limit out, or have just like a little honey hole where there's just full rabbits. It's hard, but we heard there you can limit out like every day without hardly even try it. Don't rabbits multiply like? More than any other animal, I'm not sure exactly, but they they roll they multiply like crazy. They but they're like a month off where they can have, or not even that. They're meant to be a food source for yeah. so many different animals. Their 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 skull is so thin that if you hold it up to a light, you can see light through it. That's insane. Yeah, so it's like nothing. I've never eaten rabbit. Is it is no, good? It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty I like good. It. How do you how do you cook it? You stew. I'm not. That's everybody's answer. How do you cook your wild game? Uh, stew. <laughs> Come on, do you want some flavor? <laughs> What's it taste like? Chicken. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, so Elliot asked me if he wanted to go to, uh, if I wanted to go to Missouri with him, and I, so I did. And he. How old were you at the time? I was in high school. I was probably 17, 16. Okay. okay. So we just load, we just throw a bunch of dogs in the truck. And we would, I think we had probably 10 dogs we put in the dog box. Took off to Missouri. And. We, he had a brand new Honda Ridgeline, right? And 
<laughs> Don't make fun of the Ridgeline. Right? Hey, I'm not making fun of Ridgeline. But. It was brand, brand spanking new. He just got it. We, we put the dog box in the back, which is like goofy... <laughs> little bed so i don't know how the dog i don't even box know how is. you call it a truck <laughs> so we we fill the whole dog box full of dogs we got our we got our guns our gear and stuff and we leave at like three or four in the morning super early and elliot goes in to get or pulls into the gas station to get gas and i try to turn the radio on and it's got a uh it's asking for a password to, to listen to the radio. That's fancy there. So, I obviously, I don't know the password, so I just keep clicking buttons. Like, uh, I just keep guessing <laughs> oh, password, no. guessing password, guessing password. Well, then it says locked. It just comes locked across the screen. He comes back. I'm like, yeah, your radio is messed up. Uh, and uh, I said, it was asking for a password, and now it says locked. And he loses his mind. He's like, we have to drive all the way to Missouri without a radio, without a radio now. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> He's losing his mind. And uh, he ends up calling somebody. I don't even that early in the morning got a hold of someone. I don't know how or who he called. But they're like, yeah, you have to unhook the battery terminal now <laughs> and put it back on. It'll reset it. And then they gave him the code. Oh, no. So we went to uh, into the gas station and asked them for tools. They didn't have tools. Of course not. So we went to... Uh, with it being a Honda Ridgeline, you probably have to take the wheel off. Yeah, I don't even remember how we did it, but we did it. We got, it, <laughs> got the radio. It was that was okay. So we drive all the way to Missouri, and we don't know this guy that we're hunting with. We we he always gets hooked up with people all over the country. Awful brave. Oh, that's this is. We just got in the truck. Like, he would talk to a. He would get a number from a person that from a, knows a person that knows a person, <laughs> and he would call them and just have a phone, you know, a conversation with them a couple times, and they'll say, "Well, if you ever want to come on out and hunt with us, come on out." And we we just would. We would just get in the truck and leave. That's how you do a low budget there. You that's yeah. Low yeah. budget. Oh, gas money and dog food right yeah. now. Yeah. That's so great. so we minus come out one there. radio. <laughs> we drove all the way out to Missouri. And we don't know this guy. I never met him in person. You know, like I said, Elliot maybe had a one phone conversation with him. And we meet him in a restaurant parking lot or a gas station parking lot or something. And uh, you know, he's a he's got like a real scruffy beard, kind of a hillbilly guy, but and he's he's asking us how our trip went. He's a pretty normal looking guy. And um he says, uh did you see the arch in uh, St. Louis? And me and Elliot go, I, I don't, we don't know what you're talking about. And he goes, the arch, they, you know, that's what Missouri is famous for. It's, yeah, it's a big building. It's, it's a big, huge arch. Me and Elliot shrug our shoulders. We're like, we never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> and the guys, the guys like, all right, then. <laughs> Oh, dude! If you take if you take the road into St. Louis, you're gonna see it. There's no you can't way miss it. We, you can't miss it. We didn't we didn't even know what to look for it. It was foggy that morning. <laughs> we no, we foggy. had no idea that was this it, could have been even. dark. No, no. If you left at three o'clock and went eight hours, no, it was, like ten o'clock in the morning. It was daylight. I said, "Well, what does have to watch for on the way home?" I guess <laughs> not what we know about this thing. And so we go to where we're gonna hunt. We're we're. Getting out of the trucks, we're call, putting the shot collars on dogs. We're getting our vests, getting our guns, and he's got a couple guys with him that's gonna hunt with us. And so we cut the dogs loose. He cuts some dogs loose. We cut some dogs loose, and we start walking away from the truck, spreading out and hunting. And we get a good ways away from the truck, and 
there was a one of his buddies was just had a stick and he was just hitting the hitting the brush. And I said, "How how come he's not carrying a gun?" And the guy, the guy goes, "Oh, he's not allowed to carry a gun." Oh no. <laughs> Red flag. <laughs> what? Red flag. Get back in the truck and go back to Ohio. <laughs> oh my God, is he is he allowed around schools? I don't, this is this is weird. Okay, so he just walks along, beats brush all day, and just hangs out with us because he he's not allowed to carry a gun. And uh, for for everybody that doesn't know, when you hunt with beagles, um, if you kick up a rabbit, like when the dog gets on a rabbit, it'll just bark, and the other dogs will run to it, and they'll. They'll trail the rabbit and bark. But if you kick up a rabbit and the dogs don't haven't seen it yet, um, usually every, a lot of rabbit hunters have their own special call. Mm-hmm. To, get, da- to get to dogs. To get to dogs. The dogs will run. You don't just say their name and say come. You have a special call that means I see a rabbit. And when you do that call, they usually all just run to you as fast as they can. You point on the ground where you last saw it, and they'll, get, they'll start barking on the trail and run the rabbit. Like for my dad, it was yik 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 ya, yik 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 ya, yik 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 ya. That was his call. And for me and Elliot, that seems pretty pretty Matt like right there. <laughs> yeah, for for me he and Elliot, makes weird, weird noises. <laughs> for me and Elliot, it was tally ho, tally ho, tally ho, tally ho, tally ho, tally ho. So we're we're hunting along, and this guy, the guy with the scraggly beard, the guy we went to hunt with, he kicks up a rabbit, and. This full grown this is cool. This full grown man with a straight face. I'm already laughing. I don't know what it is. He goes here, here. Get him! 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 Me and Elliot turn and look at each other with our eyes wide open, like, "What is going on here?" <laughs> but uh they they were right. I mean there was a lot of rabbits there. We did we killed a lot of rabbits. It was it was definitely a hundred of them. It was a lot of fun. And uh I found out later why that guy wasn't allowed to carry a gun. Is it a felony, right? Well, it wasn't it wasn't a no. I don't think it was a felony. It was he just got it he wasn't allowed to have a hunt. It wasn't oh, that he wasn't true. allowed to carry a gun. And what these these guys weren't married or anything. Um and they would rabbit hunt like every day. And so at the end of the previous season, they had like 80 rabbits in the freezer. No one likes rabbit meat that much. Yeah. So they were debating what to do with this, all this rabbit meat. And they, these geniuses come up with the idea to sell it online. Oh, no. Which is uh, highly illegal if, yeah. you, if you have, don't know. You can't sell, sell game meat. You can't sell wild game meat, right? <clears throat> which all they really had to do was just put it online as farm raised rabbits yeah <laughs> but yeah. they they apparently didn't and they sold uh 20 rabbits to an undercover game warden <laughs> so that'll do it i think he got some guns confiscated and his hunting license revoked and fined and all that that would that would ruin me that would that would be the end of me right there why Hunting is me. Like, oh well, yeah, I don't. I don't know what I would do. I'm hunting, fishing, trapping. If I ain't doing one, hunting, thing. fishing, loving every day. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Bryan's soundtrack of his life. Yeah, I I don't know what I would do if I couldn't do that. Oh. So I, I think we hunted with those guys for four, three days or so, and we just slept in the truck. 
Yep, never slept in the truck. Yeah, we never, we never got a hotel room, nothing. So what'd you eat? They didn't invite you in. No, they, that guy never even. Uh, we never went to that guy's house. Like other hunting trips that we would go on, they would like want to like invite us over for dinner. Show or us the can. They're you know they always want to. Everybody wants to show you their kennel or all their dogs. And no, I don't think we ever saw that guy's house. Hmm. We just we just slept in the truck. This is what I'm picturing. He got the heat on all the way, and he's got a can of spaghettios up to against it. <laughs> I don't. Up and... I don't even remember what we. I don't remember what we ate. Probably just lunch. Well, meat Tucker had like. What steak and shit? Yeah, no, one, open fire. no one was reloading my gun. No one was <laughs> no. me steak dinners. Nothing. He's eating pork rinds and pork and beans <laughs> and gas station hot dogs and a Honda Ridgeline and a brand new. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have that going for you. <laughs> oh man. Well, um, I don't have any stories. Yeah. Like I said, resident idiot here. Um, we can talk about this morning. But that really wasn't much to talk about. That wasn't a hunting trip either. You, it's um, no. I know you don't understand, but it's like it's not the same as just going hunting. It's a it's a hunting trip. You walk out the house and go 150 yards. That, that yeah. ain't 100. That Show ain't up your a, buddy's house and yeah, trek through the mud. Yeah, that's yeah. not. But what about uh, some future hunt trips we might might want to go on? So I, I got. Uh, I've always been a consumer of of hunting content. We'll put it that way. Um. A lot of uh, a lot of different things I've listened to, a lot of things dif- different things I've watched. Um, a lot of it's been, I know a lot of people don't like watching them, but a lot of, a lot of meteor stuff. It's fun. It's fun to watch. They make it cool. Um, they did a hunt with Luke Combs that I thought was pretty. It looked pretty fun. Uh, it was uh, Wyoming antelope, it's, uh, some pronghorns. Yep. Yep. That was a lot of fun, and uh, I was kind of looking it up. And if you did a private ranch, it's kind of, it's not too expensive. It's like a, what, $1,100 or something like that for two days, three nights. It's not too bad. No. And, uh, Are you guaranteed? Guaranteed. It's like 100% return. Hmm. So for somebody who doesn't hunt very much and doesn't, has, doesn't have a lot of experience, I think that's something I'm leaning for. Something like that gets me out west where I've always wanted to be. When, when me and my wife got married, she's like, what do you want to do with the honeymoon? And I, I said, I want to go to Montana. She's like, no. Nah. I'm like, well, let's go to Alaska. She's like, not a chance. Okay, let's get a cabin in Wyoming. No. So what would you guys do? We ended up in Las Vegas. <laughs> Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, Las Vegas. Worst place in August. Concrete, ah, concrete jungle. terrible. I mean, we were riding a high because we just got married, but I, would, I don't want to go back. And then we ended up going back. So <laughs> whatever the wife wants, she gets. I've been to Las Vegas one time, and that's good enough for me. Yeah. It's a whole lot of walking, and then the, the concrete is baked hot at night. It's just as hot in, at night as it is during the day. It's like a zoo there, too. Like, people everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> All different kinds of people. Yeah. Um, But that's one thing that I, I've had my eyes on for a couple of years is that, that pronghorn hunt. Uh, and then also, I want I want to do some rattlesnake and uh, hog Rattlesnake, rattlesnake hunt. Yeah. So in uh, Oklahoma, they do a rattlesnake hunt, and uh, you wear these ballistic shields on your your shins and stuff like that, and you basically just walk out and start flipping over stuff and killing rattlesnakes. Okay, then. How do you kill them? Uh, you just pin their head down and kill them. Cut their head off with a knife, or well, if you don't want to get them mounted, you get a big old snake, get it mounted. You don't see very many rattlesnakes mounted around here, do you? No. No. no there's only one person cool. I know that has a rattlesnake mounted. Who's that? Texas Red Arthur Hill. 
His dad has a oh, rattlesnake really? mounted. Yeah, that's the only reason I know about the hunt. I didn't know about that. Huh? Did he kill that one? Yeah, he killed that one. Got really? it mounted. It's uh, in like a striking position. It's really cool. <laughs> it's like in this little box, and uh, the rattlesnake's all curled up in a striking position. It's pretty pretty cool. You know where he killed it? Oklahoma. I don't know exactly where, but Oklahoma. They actually went down there to get a dog and ended up doing a rattlesnake hunt. All right, Tucker, what's your future uh, hunt? Uh, another uh, high-budget high budget <laughs> hunt here. Uh, this is probably going to be quite a ways down the road, probably three, three years or four years or so. I want to go to Africa. Uh, there's a bundled deal you can do. Kill, you can kill like eight animals. Like the last white rhino? Yeah. <laughs> the last oh, no. 17. Well, last. guys, this podcast has been nice. <laughs> <laughs> Every year they say the last white rhino died, and yeah. I, I just don't get it. I mean, how many times can the white rhino die? So what would you want to kill? What's included in the eight? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I mean, warthog was one of them. Yeah. Um, I don't know Gazelle. what. Gazelle. Yeah, probably. What, what do they also call that? A springbuck or something like that? Yeah. What about uh, like an orc? One orc, of probably. Giant things with a big curly horns. Kudu, kudu maybe. Kudu, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that would probably be it. I mean, uh, you don't want to take down like a big African male lion with your hands <laughs> or something. Yeah. Uh, a permit to take it on one of them is like uh, 30, 30 or forty grand. So uh, yeah, know, but let's talk about that. For you a only live once, Tucker. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're thinking like these guys are crazy for wanting to hunt in Africa, the, think about this the the income in Africa that money going for one of those hunts is going to provide for that village in that area for months. You can't bring the meat home with you. They probably, is that what you mean? Like, no, like the money, they oh, don't the get, money, the wise. money okay. coming in from okay. the hunt, just a person paying for the guides to come out and do the hunts. That money is going to provide for that village in that entire area for months. Yeah. Hmm. So the cost of living is a little bit lower. You mean it's a little poverty yeah, right, right. tricking area, but those uh those hunts like that people just see you know all oh, the dentist is posing with a an a lion or something like that they don't see that that lion is kind of a nuisance in the in that area and it's a big cash cow i'm it's, sure that the, they they manage the wildlife just i mean people think yeah. that you're you're gonna wipe them out or something they, they're managed just like every area's got their own like everything you can't shoot a bald eagle but if somebody was going to pay $55,000 to an, an area that didn't have $55,000, you probably shoot a bald eagle. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, over here, we got crops. We can grow tobacco, corn, all that kind of stuff. They can't do that in Africa. So very, very limited. Yeah. I'm just picturing you just have like a little tracker guy. <laughs> you shoot that thing, he comes over and licks some dirt and. And he points and you just take off. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I pose with a cigar in my mouth and a big, uh, big hat. Yes, you gotta. I gotta grow a mustache. Yeah, yeah one of those mustaches. You gotta have your foot up on the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never real tall. A pipe. You need a pipe. A pipe. Yeah, that's yeah, right. not yes. a cigar. A pipe. Mm. Piping old Teddy Roosevelt outfit. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. With my oh, side by side. Yes. Side elephant by side. gun. Double double trigger. Yeah. I, yeah. It makes me want to go now. <laughs> <laughs> Just for that picture. I seen uh somewhere on YouTube I was watching um they hunt hogs with dogs in I think it's Louisiana. And the way they kill them is the dogs will like grab them and you stab them 
with a yeah. big Bowie knife. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. pretty cool. There was a guy who was from Louis. I think he was from Louisiana. It was just hunting with us. Yeah, he was showing a video. He was showing us a video of his him and his dogs doing that. Those are mean dogs, though. Those are like gigantic pit bulls. Yeah, they got like vest, like bulletproof vest yeah. on them and everything else. Yeah, that's a mean sport right there. I think that would be cool. It's just uh, it's just dangerous. Yeah. Eh. YOLO. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I got about six more lives to me, so <laughs> might as well. I'd like to go on a, yeah, a grouse hunt in uh, Michigan, which is low budget. Shouldn't be that hard. It's just finding the time for me. You gonna go to the UP or you definitely gonna... if I'm gonna do it, do it right and go to the UP. Yeah, but heck, I just sleep under my truck or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Take like uh, one pair of jeans and shove it in your center uh, console. Yeah, that's how I've I've literally went on trips and just I whatever clothes I can fit in the center console of the truck. That's all I took. I am there as witness. I I can witness. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> If I go on a one-day trip, I got a bag full of stuff, <laughs> and I do this twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't need much. I'd just be like, ah, we'll just start a fire and cook some grouse over the fire. What if we you don't get figured. a grouse? We got it all figured out. I guess I have to kill a dog and eat the dog. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> What's the limit on grouse? you have any idea? I have no idea. I was listening to... Um, Mediator podcast a little while ago, and they were talking about how grouse have just kind of disappeared, just randomly. Depend, you know where? Where? I mean, obviously. Well, they were in uh, Montana. Gotcha. In Ohio, it's like that. I mean, when I was a kid, not old enough to hunt, but I can remember Dad going and and hunting grouse on our property. Now you never, they're gone. You never see yeah. them. I think I've only ever seen two. In my entire I've life. S- I've seen Bigfoot more than I've seen. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, I've seen Bigfoot. Bigfoot. All right, well, <laughs> this is science fiction area. <laughs> yeah, I think I've only ever seen two, and one one had some babies with it. Um, and I I don't I don't know where the other one was, but I, I they're not very not very abundant here. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, so uh, any other hunts? Nothing. You you say you're you're bar pretty low there bud yeah i did <laughs> it should be no reason i can't go um who's gonna I, go with you well whoever i doug doug, <laughs> doug. me and doug, <laughs> we, doug has doug we ever might, been up, doug's ever been up here oh he's got he's telling me he tells me he's all, been up there 20 years ago though yes it's 20 years ago him and his brother used to go and he's got a map a paper map <laughs> where all the good locations are but <laughs> Who knows what the place looks like now? <laughs> you know, hey, we might show up. There'll be city ha- it's going to be housing development everywhere. He'd be like, "Well, oh, this place used to be loaded full of grouse." Somebody's living there. <laughs> the full-blown city there yeah. now. <laughs> um, one other trip I I'm wanting to take, and I I hope the guys follow through with is uh, I hunted at the Bullseye with the guys from uh, West Virginia, and they have bear dogs, and they. They said, "Come on!" I got their phone number. They got my number. Uh, they said, "Come on down. We'll we'll take you on a bear hunt." And I was just about to say something about black bear. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I would. There was no way though I would hunt him without hunting hounds. There's no no. If I killed ten bears with hounds, maybe I'd be like, "All right, yeah, I'll shoot with a bow." Now here's just... my thing: I wouldn't hunt a bear with a bow. Why? I I sketchy. Feel like I need something with a lot of big bang behind it, <laughs> not a. 
I need something with a big bang. Because if I don't hit it, at least I may be scared off. Eh. And black bear. They're like they're basically like overgrown coon. They're now grizzly. Yeah, grizzly. Yeah, I mean oh, that's not. That's hey, not just for the bills. record, if any of you guys get mauled by a grizzly, I'm not. I'm not helping you. Uh, <laughs> I'm go take pictures of the grizzly bear. Where, not, what he's saying is, well. there was just a story with about wrestlers, four, oh, yeah. four wrestlers in Wyoming, yeah. and they were shed hunting, and uh, uh, a, a a kid started getting mauled. A grizzly come out of the weeds and started mauling him. And his buddy, I mean, he's a better friend than I am. I'll tell you that right now. If my buddy was getting mauled by a bear, I'd just find a new friend. I'll tell you that. Absolutely. I, <laughs> I was, I told Tucker. I mean, no one, no one at the, you know, if you went back and your friend got killed by a grizzly, no one would say, well, why didn't you help him? <laughs> no one would blame you not one bit for not helping. It's a grizzly bear. <laughs> Surprising, they both lived. Did you see some of the pictures? Oh yeah, he, the one I, the, broke on his arm. I, the one got. I mean, he was mauled pretty bad. I think that was the kid that helped. Jumped on the bear's back. Yes, jumped on the. He got the worst of it. I think. I think you're right. He said he kept sticking his hands and stuff in its, in its mouth to try to keep it from biting his neck. Yeah. But he got his head and everything else tore up pretty bad. That's a crazy story. Wow. And to live and tell about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. They, both, they both lived because yeah. they can imagine if you got attacked by a bear and your friend you know, jumped on you know jumped in and then got killed and you survived. Like I would feel horrible. Yeah, I also seen another story uh, of a guy who he shot like his lifetime buck. He was in a, a climber stand, not in, not wearing not wearing a harness. In no. Ohio? No, this wasn't Ohio. I don't think it was Ohio. But the guy was he was in a climber stand, no harness. Uh, shot his buck, and then he got excited. We got up, jumped a little bit, and then uh, he he fell out of the tree, broke his back. Was kind of couldn't get out of the woods. His buddy went and tracked the deer, got the deer, brought it to the hospital, wheeled the guy out, let him see the deer, take a picture with it. Hmm. He's in a a wheelchair and a hospital gown, posing with his deer. No way. Yeah, wow. it's like a it's a big deer. I'll have to find the picture and post it. Huh. That's crazy. Uh, people falling out of tree stands is it's not an uncommon thing. No, I mean even people die. Yeah, I, I there's a uh, my wife's cousin was uh, basically hanging in a tree because his uh, his harness basically saved his life because mm. the bottom fell out from underneath him. He's hanging by the harness. Somebody had to come get him. I uh, I only hunt ladder stands, um, I, but I don't ever wear a harness or anything. See, I'm a big guy, and uh, I don't know about climbing no trees. <laughs> well, I uh, those ladder stands that you buy from Walmart or whatever usually aren't very high. Like yeah. these people, these climbers, I've seen, they they put them way up there. Yeah, too far, t- yeah, too they, far. They're at the tippy top of a yeah. tree for some reason. I have no idea why. <laughs> so their scent just goes over the next ridge, so they, the deer can't get to them. You know, they're forty yard shot by the time, get, <laughs> the time the deer comes beneath them. I'll tell you what, last last week we were talking about a cold front coming through. It is complete opposite this week. It is blazing out there. It's like 75 degrees. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It turned my air conditioner back on. Yeah. It got hot inside the house. It turned that back on. Yeah. Furnace on at night and air conditioner during the day. Yeah. It was freezing cold this morning. And now we had to turn the air conditioner on at, yeah. at 4 o'clock. It was, uh, it was nuts. But yeah. What, uh, you see any... Different deer on your cameras lately? I have got a new buck on camera, and he's... Starting to move a little bit. He's a dandy. Yeah? He's a dandy. 
It, it put him down. Uh, it uh, he didn't get this big being dumb, so <laughs> he's he crawls in a hole somewhere and comes out at night, uh, only at night. He's uh he's big and he's smart. Yeah, for sure. I seen that that video sent me of those guys. Those guys just getting at it. What do you yeah, mean? the oh. two deer just getting at it. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Or what? They were sparring. Yeah. It was just forkies. They were uh, doing a little shoving match. Yep. Just uh, the morning, we I saw a pretty decent buck. It was half heartedly chasing some does. It it started after the doe, and the doe took off running. It ran. The doe ran all the way across the field. The buck trotted for like a minute, and then turned around and walked away. So <laughs> we're getting there. Rut, rut's coming, but yeah. it's I'll tell you what. I showed up to work the other day, uh, Sunday morning, and your dad's standing on the tailgate of your truck, looking at that deer. It looked pretty decent. Yeah, it was a nice buck. The, I didn't see it. I didn't get to see it. No, you're probably sleeping. That good. I I got the binoculars. By the time I got the binoculars, it was where I couldn't see it. Yeah. What was what was it doing? Just up chasing up. a couple doe. Well, I watched all. Yeah, you know, the there was That's like the same one. Your same. Yeah, one. same. Okay. Same. okay, okay. Yeah, it was four or five does walked across across the field, and then they turned around, and ran back where they just came from, and then there was that buck trotted out there, and then he just turned around and walked back where he came from. Gotcha. Ma. I was looking at ducks.org and just looking at the migration and stuff like that and what everybody else was saying. It's not looking too good around here. This isn't a prime area. It, it never is. <laughs> so yeah. it's not anything new. Last year was probably the best year of my life, duck hunting. Yeah. Uh, but this is not a prime area for duck hunting. If you if you want some duck hunting, you got to move somewhere else because this ain't it. Yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe I'll get down to. That's another one I wanted to talk about. What they, their, our hunts that we wanted to go to. I almost forgot about uh, Venice, Louisiana. What's down in the Gulf? It's where the Gulf of Mexico meets with the Mississippi River. Okay. So for waterfowl. Yeah, waterfowl, mainly waterfowl, but I also want to fish out there. Hmm. Uh, I got triple tail, red snappers, all gotcha. over the place. Uh, there's a. I have a buddy of mine who, uh, who fishes out in Jacksonville. He's got uh, red snapper all the time. He's out fishing nonstop. Like he's probably fishing right now. Where you eat red snapper? I have no idea. For sport, or you eat them, or what's what's he? I have no idea. Huh? I guess triple tail is like the best tasting fish you can have, hmm. and they're plentiful in I've, Venice. I've never even heard of triple tail. I've never ate a fish. But never ate a wild caught fish. No. Nah. Mm. Huh. I'm not a fish guy. Oh, I love fish. I like fish as much as steak. It's delicious. Can't say the same. You are nuts. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, the what you just said. <laughs> I like fish as much as steak. You are nuts. <laughs> Nothing beats steak. Yeah, it's good stuff. So we are uh, winding down here, running out of time. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to you know wrap it up with? Well, um, guess what we can say. Not really sure, but uh, just gotta keep after, man. The uh, the season's still young. Got a lot of a uh, lot of opportunities coming ahead of us. It's still uh, October, moving into November, getting into the holidays. Um, might uh, might be listening for some gobbles in the woods when you're driving by, because uh, you got you know uh, Thanksgiving turkey coming up. Get a little bit of time there. Um, just looking forward to this this week, you know, getting back after it next weekend. 
Um, I don't really know. What do you got going on this weekend? Um, probably hunt. I'll take off work, hunt Saturday. Of course you will. Yep. Um, don't worry, I, I'll fill in for you. I, th- <laughs> I think I'm only going to take off the morning, though. Yeah. I'm going to take off the morning, and then I'll hunt, or then I'll uh, guide hunts in the afternoon. Um, other than that, that'd be about it. About you, Tyson? Yeah, just work. I don't know if I'll get out, get out hunting or not, but work, work with dogs. Uh, you, have, you have very many trainer dogs right now? Four. 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 I have a, uh, a poodle pointer. A poodle pointer? Yeah, not not poodle like your, okay. Not a poodle poodle. Hey, listen, I'm the resident idiot. I said yeah, the first no. podcast here. I, I hear poodle. I'm thinking it's, fluffy. It's a it's a legit bird dog. Okay. Poodle pointer, uh, a setter, <clears throat> and you have a short hair. Two short hairs. Two short hairs. So that setter is getting good. It, I, it is getting a lot better. Yeah. yeah, it's going home sometime this week. So. Um, yeah, but guys, uh, you know, check us out. We're going to have an episode every other week come out. This is our first official one, hopefully. Um, you guys enjoyed it and let us know any, any feedback. And I think we're just on Spotify, Spotify right now. Is there any other um, place you can actually find us? Yes. Yeah, Spotify right now, because we're partnered with anchor and, uh, so that's, uh, Anchor is a partner with uh, Spotify, so we're just on there right now. I'm working on getting us onto Apple Podcasts and all the other places you can find your podcasts and cool. stuff like that. Um, but yeah, our Facebook page again is uh, Triple T Outdoors Podcast. Uh, you can just type in uh, www.facebook.com forward slash Triple T Outdoor Podcast and you can find us right there. Give us a like. Yep. Also, um, if you want to leave us any comments, um, comments are going to be, or ratings are going to be turned off on. Uh, Spotify until we get a couple more episodes out so you can kind of have a better understanding of what we're, what we got going on here. Um, then we're all obviously going to get better. So that's yeah. why uh, if you're trying to leave a rating or anything like that, that's why you can't yet. Yeah. Hang in there with us guys. We're going to yeah, get better at this. For sure. Um, again, our email is outdoors TTT at gmail.com. Um, give us a, give us some information, give us some topics, think about some things. Um, just shoot us a, let us know how we're doing. All right, guys. Well, that has been the official first episode of Triple T Outdoors Podcast. Uh, We thank you guys for listening. And uh, this is Tyler. We're getting out of here, man. Yep. See you next time. See you next time.